Hello, mindful drinkers, and welcome to the Mindful Drinking Movement podcast. I decided to start today's episode just as a plane was flying overhead. Also, my six-year-old is homesick from school, but she's jumping up and down, screaming downstairs. But here we are. Welcome, hello, I'm Jessica Betancourt, your host. I'm a former wino, and I've resolved my automatic drinking habits by use of hypnotherapy, spiritual practices, and self-awareness. That is why I have this podcast, so those of you who are seeking help in the area of drinking less, wanting to become unobsessed with alcohol, to have it be a non-issue, that's why I'm here, that's why I'm doing this, is so I can offer you as tools and insight, techniques, therapies, experiences, and ways to go about making that a reality for yourself as well. So today's episode is about feelings and emotions. And why I believe that there's actually, those words are used really interchangeably. Ooh, screaming. Those words are used really interchangeably. But I feel that there is definitely some overlap and definitely cause and effect from one to the other. But I also, Lulu, be quiet! I believe that there's um, a difference. And in knowing the difference can really help you manage your drinking. So... Let me explain. And maybe I'm not right, but I feel like there's some truth to this. And if I'm not right, you tell me. Cause, um, and, or what you, tell me what you think. Write to me and tell me your experience of this. Because um, I've been wrong before, and it's okay. So feelings, in my humble opinion, and I believe many, a, a lot of therapists agree on this, that feelings are brought about by thought. So you can induce a feeling state by thought alone. You can think yourself into a feeling state that is either not positive or negative, but feels good or doesn't feel so good. And then there's a desire or a want or a need to get out of that state. And when one learns, when you learn, when I've learned, when we're learning, we're always learning, when you learn how to become an observer of your thoughts and how to calibrate your thinking, and adjust your thinking, you will automatically feel differently. So there's that portion of it, right? So if you're feeling driven to drink by states of irritation that are brought on by something that you're ruminating on, that's actually something that you have more control over than you might currently believe that you do. So I have have other podcast episodes that address this more in detail, that Thoughts drive our feelings, which then drive our behavior, which then create an experience of our life, which then gives us the overall result, the the experience that we're living in, our reality, is caused by the things we do or don't do. So if you take that back, all of that originates with our thinking. And where does our thinking come from? Well, our thinking comes from what we have stored in our subconscious, all the imagery, the words, the memories from this life, the beginning of this life, in utero, past lives, future lives, depending on your beliefs, but it's all there. This is all a giant archive that we draw our conscious thoughts from. So if you want to have new thoughts, you might entertain giving yourself new stimuli, um, creating new experiences on purpose, giving yourself new information to break cyclical patterns of thought, which are giving you the same old feelings over and over, which are causing the same action over and over, which are giving you the same experience. So you want a different result. You need to be able to think differently or at least introduce new thoughts 
or at least question the thoughts that you're thinking or ask yourself questions like, what else might be true? Because a lot of what we uh, think we automatically believe to be true. Um, but that is false thinking. <laughs> we need to be able to um, question our own thinking. That's really how we create a flexible and open mind, which gives us new experiences. But um, that is just a pre-ramble. Not a preamble. That was a pre-ramble. And what this episode is really about is emotions and our emotional life and emotional qualities. So I've been investigating emotions um, like on purpose for the past few months and I just am falling in love again with having emotions. Learning how to f experience my emotions, by the way, was so uh, pivotal, so crucial, so important for breaking my automatic drinking habits. Um, so here's why this is here's why this matters for for you, a listener here as someone who is interested in or practicing being a mindful drinker. If we feel compelled to turn away from ourselves with drinking, we're bypassing our own experience and the experience that makes us uniquely human and how we know that we're alive is our emotional experience and it the emotional experience is on a spectrum right from low vibrational emotions ones that feel really dense and sorrowful and even physically painful when we experience them all the way up to total joy and bliss and love and being able to move through that spectrum, or rather allowing that spectrum to move through us, through our physical bodies, is what makes us uniquely human. It's like a divine experience that is moving through our humanity, our physicalness. And because it is uncomfortable at times, there is definitely a desire and a want to turn that off. But here's why... I believe that this is problematic is because emotional responses come on by energetic waves that are either externally or internally um, set in motion and emotions because they are energy they move in a wave they need to move through they don't want to be stopped or stunted that's not their nature when they are stopped or stunted they can't leave they can't exit they can't move forward from us. What instead happens is they become stagnant inside the body and they form spiral patterns inside the body, which then create blockages in our own energy, in our energetic system, in our body, and results in a whole host of symptoms, disorders, diseases, addictions, um, physical discomforts of all kinds. That's what I believe <laughs> um, so also oh, so sorry let me backtrack a little bit so what happens when our body is set in motion in motion with an emotion and if you look at the word emotion it looks like energy in motion that's literally what it is what happens is our body then tries to process the emotion very similarly to the way that we process that we digest and we metabolize food and drink. Um, 
So the emotion has to be processed. It has to be metabolized by the body and then sent out. And when we are upset and then we drink in response to that upset, we interrupt that process automatically. It's like it immediately becomes stunted and shut off. And that in turn either causes the emotion to explode in an expression or to implode within us. One or both things can happen. And neither of them are really what we want because it causes us a lot of emotional pain. The way out of this pattern is to learn or relearn because this is our natural ability to relearn is to relearn how to allow emotion to flow through us without reacting to it and this really requires a relearning of the normalcy of emotional states and that all emotions are valid because I guarantee that all of us <laughs> grew up hearing remarks and comments about our emotional reactions and how they weren't acceptable. Turn it down, turn it off, be quiet. Like I just said, be quiet to my kid, but she, she was jumping on the couch, so it wasn't really like I was telling her to shut up or anything. Um, being told that we're okay. Um, I made an Instagram post about this earlier today. Being told that we're okay. Being told that we're okay by someone who is not in our experience. And that teaches us, that teaches our brain and our mind that we should be okay and that we should always be okay and anything other than that is not acceptable. So don't bring forward the emotions that are anything else but the okay ones. I think that's what a lot of us learn. So I'm really interested in unlearning that and letting the not okay be okay and letting the lower emotions be felt and released from the body so they don't cause this urge for hiding from ourselves or turning away or shutting off or removing part of ourself from ourself. Our emotional body is part of us. It informs us. There's messaging in emotions and it's messages from the universe to our individual selves. They're personal. We universally experience the same emotions, right? But they're personal when they come to us and it's not for anybody else to take away or to shut up or to turn off. We have a right to our emotions. We have almost a responsibility to our health and our wellness to allow them to process through in their natural state. So really, like, there's no big secret here. It's just a matter of allowing. It's really just a matter of allowing that which is stuck and stagnated within you to be set free and released. And this often, quote, quotey fingers, is like, the ugly crying that is necessary for healing to happen, for release to happen. Crying is so, so therapeutic. Sweating, screaming even. It's, it's just a matter of really finding safe ways to express these emotions. And yes, the bummer is that they often, it can often happen when it seems inconvenient. Like, oh, I don't have time for this. Or, oh, we're late. Or I have to be somewhere. Or, I'm on a bus crying. There's actually a great Spanish movie called Carla Cries on the Bus, and you should check it out if you've not seen it. It's amazing. This lady is like a ball of emotions, and she's just so liberated because of her expression of herself. And I think um, a cornerstone of fully feeling alive is allowing and honoring and hearing the messaging 
from our emotions to us. There's also, um, oh no, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole right now, um, but I will in another episode. I've got to go pick up my kids because my computer wasn't working earlier. And the long and the short is all of your emotions are valid. All of them are valid. Let's stop making ourselves wrong for having them. Let's feel them in our bodies. Let's feel alive and let's feel this humanness because the texture and the quality of that is brought on by our emotions. I am offering a, an experiential workshop December 14th and 15th and it will be live at 1.30 UK time. And I invite you to come. It's $70 for the two days and you get a workbook and you get lifetime access to the session. Um, but I'm going to be sharing how Emotions are really a language. They have their own language. And what are they trying to communicate? And what are yours specifically trying to tell you? And in listening to that, how you can feel so much better. It does. It is bumpy at first, but on the other side of it, it is just incredibly divine. And so I will be teaching you ways how to do that um, safely in a way that feels safe for your nervous system so you do it to your own capacity um but it's an invitation to come join me i'll put that link in the show notes breathe deeply and i'm wishing you all no matter what you celebrate denomination non-denomination spiritual non-spiritual i'm wishing you a really beautiful holiday season and i will be back next week with the second part of this, the, the rest of the rabbit hole. We'll go down the rabbit hole next week. I hope you have an amazing day. Thanks for being here.